Hello and welcome to Kodak Moments. I'm Ali Cornwall in the hot seat for a change and I am joined by the lovely Dr. Matthew Holt. Hello. Nice to see you there, Ali. The seat is usually occupied by somebody else. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, so Andy can't join us tonight because... Um, he's basically been Bob the Builder by the sounds of it. <laughs> he's uh, he's got a new profession, which is uh, wallpaper and decorating, plumber, bit of everything, I think. I, yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah, he's just absorbed in DIY, isn't he, and getting everything sorted for the changes, or at least that's what he tells us. I mean, in fairness, we don't actually know if that's the case. No, we've seen a few pictures, but he could have built those up over... A few months and then staggered them out and he could just be hardcore at his new wheel that he's got in his seat and just practicing every minute that you get spare to try and beat us on the next time we're all That's together isn't these are there any new sort of hot shots on the scene of eye racing that nobody knows who they are not that i'm aware of but i'm a little bit lower yeah. down in the community but I don't know. I'll have to have a look. He could just suddenly yeah, be, yeah, be, be trouncing. That. <laughs> that's it. I reckon that's it. He's just he's just practicing. I know his F1 wheel turned up this week, so oh. uh, yeah, he'll. Be, yeah, I bet that's it. He's not really building an extension. No. Well, that's built. It's all assembled. It's <laughs> built purely for his racing rig. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's not with us tonight, is he? No, no, he's not. Uh, we've got quite a packed show for you today, so we are going to crack on with all the delights that's been happening in the gaming world since the last time we recorded. So that was about August, September time when we last got together. It's been a little while, hasn't it? Yeah. We, we actually had planned to record this about a week after our last one, yep. uh, and then just stuff got in the way. Andy kept blaming it, blaming his extension, but I don't yeah. think he was. No, right no, his, his racing habit. Um, so, yeah. so we've got quite a packed lot of show notes. We just keep adding to it every time. Basically, anything happens, Microsoft or someone buys something or PlayStation strip their unit down or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're, we're going to start off because obviously since the last time we recorded, if I remember rightly, when we recorded, we spoke about our intentions to pre-order. And yeah, most, did, yeah. most of us have fulfilled that so um Matt, um we'll, we'll, obviously we'll start with you uh we can fill in a little bit for, for andy um so uh, have you managed to pre-order it what did you pre-order um and we'll, we'll go from there yeah well I, I heard there was a next generation of games consoles coming so i, I did a little bit looking around uh, and i managed to bag one which was nice i've, I've <laughs> yeah I've, I've pre-ordered a ps5 but i pre-ordered Back, in, I say pre-ordered. I registered my interest for a penny back at the end of May and paid my penny, yeah. uh, which seems to have secured me a place in the queue. And I've be, I've used Shop Two, yeah. And um, anybody who's been on a Discord, I would say, in the last three or four weeks has probably seen quite a few stories and quite a bit of discussion about the news that's been popping up. Because there's, I suppose, it's one of the bits that's hit the main gaming. But I say main gaming websites. It's hit because it's clickbait ultimately yeah. but um there have been reports that people who have ordered in shop two are getting pre-orders cancelled which has never been the case um shop two are not a dedicated partner of microsoft or sony so didn't have a pre-allocation of consoles to sell as pre-order they made this very clear when everybody registered yep. it said yeah you know we'll try and fulfill it but you know we will have an allocation we don't know what that is yet we'll let you know and ultimately they let us know and i'd Got my registration in early enough, I believe, to get one. I did. I've seen a lot of comments of people who were registering in June who didn't get one allocated, but we don't know how many that they have and what's going on with additional allocation and everything else. But upshot is, yeah, I got a PS Five pre-ordered. To be honest, relatively pain-free. Hmm. I didn't have to spam websites or anything. It's been quite straightforward. But then I did it like four, four months ago. <laughs> yeah. So um, we know Andy, um, I think his wife has pre-ordered him one for his birthday or for Christmas yeah, it's or something. The, it's their biggest open secret in the house, isn't it? Yeah. It's their 10th wedding anniversary. And as an anniversary present, she has pre-ordered him a PS5 from Game, I think nice. it is. He just got the instruction when he got up the morning after the pre-orders opened uh, with a do not pre-order a PS5. So he's obviously worked out what it is. If, if she's spending... Let's just put a finger in the air of, you know, in case she's got anything else with it or whatever, 600 quid, depending on what edition she's got, you know, 
around there. What's he buying her? That's got to be one hell of a ring or something. You know what? If if he has recorded us some bits, because what Andy said he would do for this is send us some audio afterwards for us to cut in. He wants to pretend he's here. So whatever random stuff he has sent, whichever one of us edits this, um, at this point we will drop in something abstract. So this is what Andy's bought his wife. A chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's got to go above and beyond, hasn't he? Really, he has. Yes. Um, so it's it's a bit of a horror story for me. So um, as much as people won't believe it, I haven't pre-ordered an Xbox. And as yeah, it I'm stands, still quite surprised by that. I know you've said it for months, but yeah. I am genuinely a little bit surprised. So although you know, I've made my my feelings clear. For, for me, there's I don't I can't warrant it because there's no next gen games coming out for it other than third-party ones, which you can get on any yeah. platform or on my PC or whatever. And if anything does suddenly come out of the blue, I will just either get a Series X. I might sometime after my birthday. My birthday's in July, uh, January. So around then, I might just fork out the £26 a month deal yeah. when when they're live, you know. Um, so my, my preference was PS5. When the announcement came out, um, we, we can talk about it uh, in a bit more detail in a minute, I wasn't expecting the pre-orders to just go live. I was expecting something like what Microsoft did, right? The pre-orders so go live you, on X date. You and the entire world were not expecting the pre-orders to go live. And yeah. nobody said it, but honestly, I don't think Sony were necessarily expecting it in that way. No, no. So um, th- there's, there's two downsides to this. So one, it, I was caught with my pants down, not literally. Um, and I was also in the Lake District. So thankfully I had Wi-Fi. I was uh, away for the week. Um, I should have been in America, so that would have been interesting if I'd have been yeah, in America. That would have been, yeah. Because potentially I could have just stayed in the villa, used a UK VPN, and been one of the first in the queue. And I, I digress. So um, <laughs> it was getting quite late. Some of the websites were supposed to go live straight away. There was it was basically a war zone on Twitter, and and where not of people trying to figure out when the pre-orders are going live. So when we're going live mm. that night, etc. So I did the shop two thing. Um, I was getting tired. Because I think, was it at like 10, 11 o'clock at night, this um I think, yeah, it was about 10 o'clock, wasn't it? That yeah. The, uh, yeah, the, the gameplay stuff that they were doing finished at about 10 o'clock-ish. Mm. And it almost went straight after that because they'd announced the price and the release date. Obviously, we've kind of skipped that part, but 12th of November for the US yeah. and... Australia and a few other countries, and 19th of November for Europe. Yep. So they announced that, 450 quid, which actually is a good price, mm. I thought. They had to be competitive. We knew that. Yep. So nice. Um, and and actually, was it 360 for the digital-only so, yeah. version? Yeah. Which actually is really well-priced when you consider the power that's coming with it mm. versus competition. So actually, yes, yeah, it's, it's a decent offer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was 10 o'clock. Uh, we know you you don't like to be in bed after nine. <laughs> I need so my beauty sleep. It's amazing that you were still up watching it. Yeah. But yeah, it did come as a bit of a surprise to everybody. So it got quite late. I just thought, do you know what? It, there wasn't a queue on the Shop Two website. I'll just register my interest for the penny. So um, I tried to go on a few websites throughout the in the next couple of days. And then I just thought, do you know what? I'll leave it. I then got the similar email that you got, Matt, um, to say that you can now go on and confirm you want the pre-order. Yes, because they did that first, didn't they? Yes, yeah. Confirm it so they knew how many people genuinely wanted one and hadn't just put it in whilst getting another. So then um, I thought, well, if I did it quick enough, might jump me up the queue. Who knows? Uh, It didn't. So I I haven't got one confirmed. And obviously everywhere as as recording this is sold out. Um, But I'm either waiting for another wave or I know um, the shop two ones you've got to have say you know basically put your payment method in by the end of october yes yeah, so you've got to have paid for it in full by the 31st i say in full they are offering some credit terms but basically yeah you have to have paid it by the end of october so there's always a chance at that point that more allocation will free yeah. up um I've, I've no doubt there's quite a lengthy queue yeah I'll go there yeah. but on the other side of it as well and, and this isn't just applying to sony i think it is for the series x2 or at least in my mind it is there will be more allocation coming. This isn't 
it no, before no. launch. There will, there will be a steady drip. I, I think there'll be a, a Christmas wave as well. I reckon. Yes, there will be. Well, there will be that because that will be the biggest buying period. Yes, people want them for launch, but it's people like us, it's the enthusiasts that are up front. The slightly more casual, but coming up to Christmas crowd are bigger in numbers. So I, I think that's the way it'll go. And with with the shop two one, they have kept that register of interest yes. as being able to convert it into a pre order. So unlike a lot of sites, if you've missed on a pre-order, then you've got to do it again later. At least with this, you can leave the registration on and then cancel it if you know if you pick one up somewhere else. Yeah, so I am still in the queue. Um, you advised me very strongly, do not cancel your pre-order. Um, so the, obviously I've still got that and I've still got my registered interest and, and whatnot. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it actually has been very well communicated through that particular site. Mm. Um, I know other sites have struggled. Yeah, I know I Smiths say. and Game have actually really struggled with the Series X instalment plan mm. uh, as well. All that collapsed for them. Um, and is it Car? I want to say Karna that are running the credit. Klarna, Klarna are running the credit on that one, aren't they? And they had quite serious issues just for the overwhelmed with traffic. Yeah. yeah. And couldn't couldn't cope with it, um, but there've been various problems all over the place on both sides. And the shop two reports also hit for the Series X about four days after the news on the PS4 came in. So they obviously got their Xbox um, allocation after they got the PS5s. Yep. So they just hit a second wave. And I did. I was reading some comments from the. Um, it must be like the social media, either the social media manager or the communications manager of the company and i did feel a little bit sorry for him because he's just getting battered left right and center and having been on the inside of the experience i did think well that's massively unfair they were really clear all the way through but then like i say clickbait makes a good story doesn't it even if you do read the story get to the end of it and go oh well there was really nothing wrong there was there yeah i think the the one thing that's and 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 the fiasco does stretch with 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 pre-orders does stretch a little bit further than just consoles because the uh, around exactly the same time a, a week or so afterwards the new Nvidia oh, yeah. card launched um, and people could pre-order that and I think one of the problems that techie people will appreciate and go well duh but some of these companies don't is I think their websites are run on the same server as their email as their as their their email server exchange server right. whatever. And it's apparent that a lot of places where you register your interest and put your email address in is whether that's a funky database, you would expect that they'd go, right, everyone's registered interest, right, we'll hit send now, and then we'll launch the pre-orders. That's what I would do. I'd yeah. stage it. Anyone that's at least put their email address in. I think that's either just a way of saying this is how many stock we we expect but then people will go to every website they can to register an interest yeah um but no emails were sent out i've read i've done that registration on quite a few and i haven't had so i've had sweet fa emails to say you know you can you know but the pre-orders are up you had to rely on social media yeah and i think even if you got your pre-order in was it argos were having issues where um people were securing the orders but not getting the email confirmation yeah or getting email confirmation and not securing an order. I think Game had a similar issue. They they actually yeah. tweeted out, didn't they, saying that either it might not show in your account or you may not have had an email or... Yeah, I think Argus clarified that if you did get an email confirmation, you have got an order. Yeah. That was that was definitely from them. But, yeah, they, they had issues. And then, you know, the stories we were getting, I know you said it was a bit of a bun fight at 10 o'clock on the night of the announcements. Um, but every time something has been announced, say, yes, we're putting them up, like Argus starting the orders, they were supposed to start at like nine o'clock in the morning and they turned them on at six. So yeah. three hours early, didn't tell anybody. They still went in yeah. something daft like five minutes. Yeah, insane. Because there's there's people using bots to pick up the stock. So, I mean, what chance do people stand when you've got that? Because I've seen plenty of reports and some of it's really funny. Uh, but plenty of reports on social media of people boasting about it and showing the order confirmations and how many they've picked up. And it's like every 30 seconds they've got an order confirmation. There was some total bell end 
from Hull. And I know it's all because they put his postcode up. He left his order number visible on his eBay listing for it. So somebody spotted it and got in touch with Argos customer support and used that order number to cancel it. Nice. Fair enough. So I thought that was, that was a lovely bit of revenge yeah. on it. Um, but yeah, I, I have seen quite a bit of that. Now, how much of it genuinely ends up as an issue? Because I did see, again, a little bit about the Shop 2 thing. There was some guy on their Twitter who was boasting to them about how many pre-orders he'd got in with them using his bots, failing to recognise that, in effect, they manually go through their allocation. And they just kept saying to him, yeah, but they're all delivering to the same address. You're not going to get them. No, and, and it yeah. would be nice if a few more stores took that approach as well, that you can only have one. I think a couple of were saying that you can only have one. It might be game that said only one per household or something like that, which I know right. sucks if you've got, you know, older kids in the house that are probably buying their own. But at the same time, they've got to try and make it fair because it's got to the point where I'm like, if there's another wave, do I research a bot just to pick myself up one? I'm not, I'm not greedy. I'm not going to be, you know, a knob about mm. it. But just so I get one, then I'm like, do you know what? I just I've I get one when they they're here. You know what I mean? This, this is the thing I think, and and I I think I've seen it with you. You've been caught up in the excitement of the pre-ordering. Yeah, and I love me a day one edition game yeah. uh, console. <laughs> is it the, there's plenty of people that get caught up in that, and and it's also it feels restricted because you can't get one. So there's actually there's more anticipation because you can't get one. You start to think, well, I want one, and you probably think more than you really actually want one. Yeah, because it's with it's been withheld from you. I think what frustrates me the most is genuine people, and you know there could be um, a, a, a lad that's been in lockdown, you know, early teens or whatever that the mum and dad have been giving him pocket money, he's been putting it away, and the poor sod can't reserve one. Because of people, what annoys me most is these people that are buying them to put them on eBay to make yeah, yeah, a, that a, is. a few quick bucks. And, I, and uh, it's even with the NVIDIA stuff um, to the point that the people that were scalping or whatever they call it, the um, the cards, that then there were scalpers that were attacking eBay to massively overinflate the card Ugh. and then buying it and then cancelling it and saying, oh, no, I actually don't want it now to, to show that th- these people actually that's wrong what you're doing. Yeah, and it's fair enough, but yeah, it's it's rubbish. But we'll, we we shall move on. <laughs> Have you uh, got your eye on any pre-order games, Matt? Well, that, yeah, this is the next topic, wasn't it? Because mm. I've got my pre-order in. I have paid for my console, so I'm sat waiting for like five weeks now for it to turn up. Um, yet then it did, it did hit me the other day. I thought well, I've not got any games. <laughs> what what am I going to buy? And I'm a, I'm a little bit torn, mainly because I don't think we've got 100% clarity on everything that's coming out from Sony this year. We know what's coming at launch, and I think I'm going to be doing it. I think I'm going to be going for Spider-Man Ultimate Edition, so it's the Miles Morales plus the PS5 remaster of Spider-Man. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't but I really did enjoy Spider-Man. It was a great game, and I would happily play that again especially with the enhancements that they've been talking about and they've shown off because they've they've done quite a lot with the um, the lighting, the work, haven't they? the shadowing, the speed, the flow, yeah. everything else. So I, I, I would happily play that again, but also I do want to play Miles Morales. And the price difference, I think, is about 20 quid. Oh, well. So I thought, well, if I'm going to pump for that, I may as, well, may as well go for that and have what I feel would be a true next-gen game to play. Yes. I'm hoping by that point I'll have Dirt 5 anyway because chances are I'll have had that on the PS4. So, mm-hmm. And I know that's an upgrade, although we have learned this week that saves are not going to be compatible for the yeah, PS5. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> not really bothering me, but you know, I'm sure you've got something to say. <laughs> um, I've read today, and today is the 9th of October, um, that Mortal Kombat 11 is getting uh, an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, that will yeah. be available at, I believe, PS5 and Xbox Series X launch. So I'm kind of thinking, well, I'll have a go on that. Um, we get Assassin's Creed. Um, Astro. We get Astro's Playroom with it as yep. an next-gen game. Um, and then, then I started to think, well, what, what else is there? Because I really don't fancy that. Is that Destruction All Stars has just not grabbed me. 
it, it's probably going to be fun to play, but it's one of those I just looked at and thought, well, I don't know if I really want that. I'm not bothered about Demon Souls because it would frustrate me too much. Godfall, possibly, yeah. but then it's again, it's not really something. So it's not my type of game that I would get stuck into. So I did start thinking, well, what else am I going to get? And and genuinely, it might be, it might be Call of Duty. <gasps> yeah, I'm, well, I might go Black Ops Three. I really, well, really not bothered about the multiplayer, but the single player looks really good, and I could go for it. It's just something big, loud, bombastic to get me through the first few weeks and because I'm not precious about hanging on to things um, I just trade it trade it later against something else why not um, I, I, I kind of agree with you I'd probably get um, if I get managed to get PS5 before um, I'd probably get Valhalla on it just because you know I love those games that's it I toyed with it but I've not yet finished Odyssey no, nor have I, and so... I haven't finished uh, Oranges either, and I haven't oh, finished I have Syndicate. Finished oranges. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to, I need to do um, Odyssey. So I keep thinking, well, I'll, I'll do that because again, that's uh, you know that will play on the PS Five. It's obviously probably no enhancements, but it will be there. Um, yeah. So I can kind of take that over, and that was the other thought as well. I, I, I think I've got a couple of games that do um, either getting free upgrades or will have benefits on the on the new machine mm. anyway. So it's a bit. I want something to show off the next gen, but I'm struggling to find game types that appeal to me. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And in a way, it's a little bit like like what you're saying is there's no point in getting a 4K TV and Blu-ray player and sticking a DVD in. You'll get a little yeah. bit of quality upgrade naturally because of the the technology, but you want that 4K oomph, something to initially kick the console off and i think i think both well xbox is 100 percent guilty of this and a little bit the playstation because you've got the miles morales games and a few other bits coming out but when it when it was xbox one and um ps4 they had quite a few games they had that um the one that i, I haven't played that was at launch you know that um it apparently wasn't that good is it 1971 or something i can't remember what it was you know the victorian was it a shooty thing or whatever it oh, was? Oh, you, you think of the order? 18, the order, sorry. Yes. No, that wasn't even a launch title. Was it not? I think that was quite a bit. That was quite oh, a bit I on. It was, was that? I, I, it was a good game. It, it wasn't. It wasn't very long. That was its problem. But it did look fantastic and played well. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking back to PS4 launch, and I think, I think I had three games at launch. One was a first party, and two were third party. For, for quite a while. Um, I know there's always a third-party element, and I don't think there's a problem picking up third-party games, actually, with, with the launches. There's, there's a lot to do. There's a lot of free upgrades coming for other things. So it's like, yeah, but you, you've nailed it. You want something to show it off. You don't want to put a DVD in a Blu-ray player. No. You want something definitely clinically there that is going to demonstrate why you've bought it. And for me, that's Ratchet and Clank. Yes. But we haven't got a date. No. They've <laughs> just said holiday. And, you know, is that going to go back as well? So that's kind of the one I'm looking out for because I would have no qualms about spending on that. I was I was hoping that either after they'd announced the pre-order, I presume there's going to be another one before the launch, but another event video thing. I don't know what they're calling them. I, I expect both will do one before launch just to show off features they haven't announced yet. Yeah, and, it, and I'm hoping that they'll at those events they'll tell us dates for like Ratchet and Clank because and, there's quite a few games both sides if you like that have got holiday 2020 or whatever on them but yeah and there's you know there's quite a bit coming sort of january um in terms of upgrades the one the one we're kind of missing here and i think we may as well get to the safe point because i know you were going to use it as an example or at least i guess you are but cyberpunk is out the same day as the ps5 yep but the the next gen upgrade isn't until is it the end of January next year? It's not there immediately. It's definitely January, yeah. I mean, it's and disappointing, but I think it's going to look good enough anyway yeah. to an extent. Well, and and I think I'm probably I'm probably going to go for cyber, Cyberpunk. I'm getting more and more interested. I wasn't not uninterested, but I'm getting more and more as they release more about it and as we get closer. 
but you, as we were talking the other day about um, the save gaming compatibility, which would be frustrating for something like Dirt 5, but not necessarily a deal breaker. Mm. If you've got something like Cyberpunk, where there's a three-month gap between you can upgrade, between your upgrade, if you've done it on the old gen and then get a new gen and want to try it and there's no cross-save, are you going to want to start it again from scratch after potentially putting tens, if not hundreds of hours in? No. And I think it's a valid point. Are you going to be able to buy it on the PS5 and play it on the PS5, but just not have the texture upgrade? It, it would play as a PS4 game. Yeah. It'd, so, it'd so you wouldn't just have the PS4 backwards compatibility. Yeah. So you, so you wouldn't have that issue. But my only problem with the, the save thing, other than it being bonkers in this day and age, because Xbox can do it, they've done it for a while, they boasted that like literally seconds after. The, the PlayStation thing, which I the schoolyard stuff does me off. I, I've got no time for it. Just let's not just keep swinging a dicks about. Just but whatever. They're both gonna, they're both I, gonna I know, do. I know. They're, they're as bad had, as each other. We've had like a minor, I say minor, that's the wrong word. We, we've had like a, a fairly simple explanation of the reason for it. Nobody knows if it's true or not, and Sony have obviously not said anything either. But one dev has come forward and basically said, well, it's to save for a different executable build. Whereas the with the way UWP works in effect, or the, um, what, what do they call it for the next generation? They're stock calling it UWP, haven't they? I can't remember. You know what I mean? The free upgrade. Yeah. The fact it'll work on everything from your phone to your Series X. Um, it's all the same executable build. It's just it scales depending on the hardware. Yep. Whereas Sony's are distinct builds for a new generation. And I get yeah. it with Spider-Man because that came out. Everyone's like, well, why can't I pass it over? But the more they've released about Spider-Man, the more you look at it and thinking, well, actually, they've, they've quite changed a lot. It's not just, uh, well, yeah, now you can play it at 60 frames a second in 4K. They've, they've done quite a lot of work to it. So they've made it a different game. Whether it's right or not, and whether they could have adapted it, I don't know. The, uh, but then something like Marvel's Avengers, that's compatible. That'll get a, a next-gen upgrade, and the save is compatible. And that's not your cloud save, that's your system save. Well, So it, it is doable. We can bleep this out, but nobody gives a f- about that game, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they have to plug it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm in a lucky position. It doesn't really bother me. Because unless it's something I'm putting hundreds of hours into now, it's like um, Ghost of Tsushima. No, it's a bad example because I'd start that again from scratch. No, forget that one. We're getting the we're getting the multiplayer update for that. Actually, yes, is that next week or is it the end of this month? But yeah, uh, let's say that because I've put quite a bit of time into that already. And if I had to start it again from scratch, there would be an element of well, no, I just prefer to carry on. I've got, I've only got one act to do, but then I love the game so much, I probably would start that one again. The thing for me is your your Spider Man argument is is valid, and and I agree with you that I would want to play it again. But that's what Game Plus is for, and and one thing that I think they yep. could have made a conscious effort to try and do would be why not just say if you play this game on your PS Five, this save game will convert to a PS Five game or save. And you can no longer then go back to the PlayStation 4 to play it. We will take it off the cloud, yeah. convert it, or whatever we need to do, and, and off we go. Yeah. Like I say, I agree with your argument about Spider-Man because at the time I was like, that's shocking for this, for this, you know, the generations that we're in and stuff and um, and whatnot. However, with Spider-Man, yeah, they've made that many changes. I probably wouldn't play well, that'd be a lie. I'd say I probably won't platinum it again, but it was it wasn't yeah, too I probably, taxing. I probably would. Yeah. That, that'd be another incentive. It's another. It's another. <laughs> it's a cheap platinum <laughs> because I know what to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, 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 I can understand the frustration for anybody who's not moving straight away. Um, it does. It does seem really odd, and and something that Sony are always guilty for is they're not very good explaining why and sometimes they just don't seem to want to so you don't know and you're left with third-hand reports are saying well this is why we can't do it we found out about the dirt one because it's actually the the it's codemasters themselves isn't it who've come out and said no that won't be it won't be cross-generational save compatible for now yeah so they haven't yeah. ruled it out entirely but then they haven't said the reason 
for it in the first place. So we don't genuinely know. It could be this, you know, different app build that defines it. But is it going to be a major issue six months in? No, no, it's not. It is right now for people who are playing. And face it, we do have a lot of games that are long-term investments in time. So, you know, you want those to carry over if you're getting a new machine. But six months' time, people are not even going to be talking about it. Let's be fair, Colin will still play Skyrim when it comes out on the PS5. Yeah, and he'll start a new save again. That's (laughs) That's what what you have to do with Skyrim. (laughs) I've I've done that on every version of Skyrim I've had. So, yeah, it's uh, frustrating, but not total end of the world and doing absolutely no harm for the hype or the pre-orders no no not at all no no, no. um let's move on to a bit of news matt try and talk Go about some other other bits and bobs so we'll talk about the the big one that was at the time of i was putting these show notes together uh, which seems like old news now like the dust has oh, settled God, yeah. and everyone's moved on um so xbox have bought purchased they now own acquired uh zenimax studio now, I'm saying Zenimax Studio because it annoys me that people just go, Xbox have brought Bethesda. It's probably their biggest or one of the biggest I well yeah, studios in, within the studio, but they, they've bought the, the entire thing. Yeah, it's the second biggest, isn't it? Is um, I, Id is the biggest I that falls so. under Zenimax. Mind yeah. you, does that fall under Bethesda anyway? I don't I know. I forget. Yeah. I think Bethesda is um, just an easy one for everyone to know. Yeah, But it does yeah, include but, stuff like Arcane Studios... Um, so like Dishonored and stuff I know uh, uh, Mark Hamer's a massive uh, Dishonored fan when we've been racing with him he's, he's, I think he spoke about it a couple of times yeah. and different things so uh, yeah Microsoft in the last month or so uh, purchased them for 7.5 billion which I think is possibly one of the biggest acquisitions in gaming to date yeah I don't know what the biggest I'd be tempted to say it is the biggest but then without knowing what the actual biggest yeah. is it's a huge amount of money, yep. and it's a brilliant acquisition for Microsoft. Yeah, and I think that the bits that hit immediately as soon as that happened, it was like, well, that's it. Everything's on Game Pass forever. Which, in fairness, Microsoft said, yeah, that does mean this stuff will be coming to Game Pass for the new titles and things like that, which is great. But I think there was an initial immediate reaction that said, ha, that means it's all Microsoft stuff exclusive forever, and that's the bit I don't. I don't believe. No, I don't all. believe any company pays seven and a half billion to limit their chance of recouping that money back. No, no. and so I, I think it's a fantastic move for Zenimax. Obviously, um, I think it's an amazing move for Microsoft. It has been rumoured for a little while, hadn't it? But nobody realised exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, is it bad news for other platforms? I don't think so. I don't think it will be. It may mean timed exclusives. It may mean things go on Game Pass and you have to pay full price on another console. Does it mean you're never going to play any of those studios' games again? No, I just I just don't believe that. Whether it means they'll be less buggy when they're released, who knows? Um, I, know I don't that, think that's going to change. No. <laughs> but I think it, it, there's a podcast, if anybody wants to go and listen to it, that it's, it used to be called the Major Nelson Podcast, but it's just now called the Xbox xbox podcast i think it's called and they had it it's also on youtube as well and they sat down um with the two guys from bethesda i think they are um like the the, the vice president and stuff like that Mm. um and they are they they have they're like in a, a relationship already they have been to a lot of e3s and been on xbox's um stage um, and they've announced a lot of games on there. I think they've done some on Sony as well, but they've got a lot of history with Xbox. They've yeah. helped them with different things. Um, they actually had a RAM party, I think they called it, when I think it was the either the original Xbox or the 360 when they were trying to release one of the Elder Scrolls games, and then they actually said, okay, we'll put some more RAM in. We've managed to sort it out, and we'll put more RAM in. And um, I think it was Bethesda at the time or whatever, actually had a RAM upgrade party in their studio because it meant that they could do certain things with the game. And something that, that, again, listen to it, regardless if you're an Xbox fan or not, because it's just some really good knowledge on there. Because what I didn't realise is, um, especially on the original Xbox, I think it was on Elder Scrolls again, 
that when you went into a loading screen, there was something that they could do because apparently they were speaking to one of the devs and that loading screen was actually rebooting your Xbox to free up the cached memory ready for the next oh. level or the next you know area. And it's stuff like that and you're like, Wow. And you, you realise how close they used to work together. Yeah. So it's almost as if they were one team anyway. Um, and it means that nobody's had to lose any jobs. They can pretty much carry on as they are. There will be some, obviously, influence from Microsoft. And uh, from what I gathered from this podcast as well, Bethesda or ZeniMax were thinking of doing their own version of Game Pass anyway. Right. And they loved the Xbox One. And I think it was just all the stars aligned. And they went, okay, yeah, let's just join Xbox. All of our things go on uh, Game Pass and, and Ultimate as well. Um, so they're adding more and more games to that. They've just added Doom Eternal to that. Um, hmm. And I won't be surprised if pretty much all of their back catalogue, a lot yeah, of it's yeah. already on there anyway. Um, I'd expect it to be. Yeah. And, and like you said, Matt, if 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 anybody's stupid enough to think that there's that they'll just all be Xbox exclusive, then they'll be silly because then they'd be cutting off X percentage of... The, the generation, let's well, say it's 60-40, they're cutting off 60% of revenue, potentially. Well, to be honest, it's, it's quite it's quite a lot bigger than that, isn't it? Yeah, um, depending on because where you the, are in the world. The, well, it's the Switch and... If, if you took this generation Oh, sorry, only, yeah, yeah. It's Switch and PlayStation yeah. and whatever comes from PC, because not obviously not every PC gamer is a Games Pass no. subscriber. So, you, you know, there's, there's quite a lot there to go at and I'd, I'd like to say it's that price tag they might be worth it but it is a return on investment ultimately yeah and whilst you know you run that opportunity of basically saying oh yeah we'll get it back because we'll put it on games pass and that'll bring new people in it yep. will probably not enough to recoup that in a timely fashion you would do over over a period but you know have you got 300 years to wait until you've got your money back or do you want it back in in yeah. 30 or 40. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm making numbers up there. I have no idea how long it would take to do that. But the, yeah, I, I think it's it's amazing news for Microsoft. It's an absolute coup given how um, high profile they are. But I don't think it's detrimental to the industry. Will it mean we'll start seeing others getting bought up? Will Sony go and start buying studios up? Um, they have bought small studios here and there. They've not bought massive publishers like that. Uh, will Nintendo start doing stuff like that? I think that that's probably a downside if that's the way it went. It became a bit of a buying war. Yeah, I think on who can get anything... who for exclusivity. But then even then, I, I genuinely don't think the others want to go complete. Nintendo will want to stay exclusive, but I don't yeah. think Sony do, given the fact they're just rolling out into opening up to PC. Yeah. Yeah, no, no you've, the, you've got to yeah. open your eyes to those other audiences, and and yeah. and I know Microsoft have, have banged on about. I know that you know they've had remarks at each other and stuff, but they uh, Phil has has come out and said that he doesn't want really the console wars. He wants everyone to enjoy the games on whatever they want to play it on, and I think that's why they're buying some of these multi-platform studios. Mm. So then they are still generating revenue regardless of what you're playing it on. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a profitable business model, isn't it? You, you're not going to say no to, well, I can sell my game to 10 people or I can sell it to 30 people. Yeah. They'll sell it to 30. Might give the 10 a discount. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The, the one thing I could see Sony buying would be Rockstar because they've been I'd... together for a while. Whether they would and make it exclusive, I don't know. But no, I, I don't think. Um, there's rumours. We're saying. That I think the latest rumour was that uh, Microsoft are going to buy Bungie. Yeah, that's been kicking around for a long time. Yeah. We'll buy them back after selling them. Yeah, whatever they did. Yeah, that, that's you know that could again be good for a good. It'd be good promo for Microsoft. Would that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was some big news. Yeah, it was oh, massive, absolutely massive news for about a week. It's just it was three weeks ago now, and we've yeah, all feels like that. <laughs> I know, right? Um, Sony also announced in their uh, showcase about the was it the PlayStation like the, was it Game Pass Plus? Not Game Pass, um, the Plus stuff where you're getting um, a, first party yeah, games the, for free on the PS Five. It's the it's the PS Plus collection. Yes, that's it. That will become available when the PS5 launches, and it's a selection of their first-party titles, including God of War and um, Persona Five. I think's in there 
was Persona Five in there, and there was another. There were another couple as well because I did look through them, thinking there's maybe two or three I've never played. Oh, okay. But but there's some really cracking titles in there, and it was like, well, this will start you if you're on PS Plus. This will start your collection on the PS Five. You can play these all these PS Four games. Uh, so yeah, that that came on, which was a nice surprise, and will be a bit of an enticement. So it was quite a bit to get through. I think days. Gone is on there. Yes, I, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and this week, if it's been the update, Days Gone has just gone onto PlayStation Now as well. Oh. Along with which again, we keep we bang on and on about Games Pass and value for money, and still completely forget. And this is Sony's fault, but we forget about PlayStation Now. Yeah, yeah, which has more it. games. Uh, it's not got the history. It's not got the PS2, PS1 stuff on there. But I believe is it pretty much a comparable price, and I think so. I don't you know. can download the games and play them, and you know it's there. It's just it's never advertised. No, no, never marketed. No, and they could just go. You know, seven hundred and fifty games available for five quid a month or whatever it is. So it's six quid a month, is it? I forget. Well, yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's, that's a slight aside, but yeah, the, the plus collection is a good idea. It is, yeah. Um, so just just get into some of the PS games. Whether those are PS5 um, upgrades or not, they haven't said. I'd mm. love it if they were, but I don't. Especially Days Gone. I'm not holding out. I am and yet again to be clarified, but because this is PS Plus, in theory, if you're a PS Plus subscriber on PS4, you should be able to access them mm. unless they're specific PS5 builds. So we don't know. We need to find out about that, and we will only find out probably at launch. Yep. Um, there seems to be a size war going on. We'll just briefly mention it. Yes, the PlayStation 5 is a beast. So is the Xbox One. Um, whatever. It- well, yes, <laughs> yeah, the big... We've had, we've had some healthy debate on uh, <laughs> our Discord about it recently. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they're both big. Uh, the PS5, yes, is the biggest console there's ever been. Uh, the Series X is problematic for AV stands because of its its dimensions don't fit neatly in a lot of shelf spaces. Um, there's been a lot of press units that have gone out on the Series X. Now, they're not consumer builds. That has to be stressed. Yeah. And whilst there's lots of lovely things being said about the, the fact it's quiet and it's fast, that they're only playing existing current-gen games with no enhancements, there have been a couple of reports of um, the journalists burning themselves on them. Oh. They've been getting very hot. But there's not enough context on why they've got hot. Is it where they've got them? Have they got no airflow? All of that kind of yeah. stuff. Plus, again, stressing, they're not the consumer builds. Yeah. They're yeah. press I, units. I think because of these, the way technology's gone, unfortunately not everything can always go smaller. And I think both Xbox and PS5 are trying to avoid another issue of overheating. There wasn't as much with the yeah. current gen. But there have been issues of, of overheating the, and PlayStation 4s turning yeah. off and pros even sounding like they're about to take off, especially if you've got well, VR that's, on. That's it, isn't it? It's the Well, actually, you know, funnily enough, VR, I don't tend to get my pro kicking up as much as I do from a first-party game. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they, they've been noisy. They haven't overheated as much, but you're right. that The new machines are addressing that, and the size is one way of keeping the cooling going so that actually it can be quite... Airflow. That's it. And yeah. we got the teardown, the official Sony teardown yep. of the PS5, where the chief architect or chief engineer took it apart. And there's some... Well, it does at least explain the size. I mean, that air cooling is monstrous. It's got its own little vacuum vents for the dust. Yeah. It's brilliant. quite clever, actually. But it was, but it is, it does massive... And you you start to see why it's like well it's okay, nearly as big as him. Why it's yeah it's, that's why it's so damn big. It's got a huge fan and a massive heat sink in it. Yeah. And one thing about that teardown, which I'm super excited about, although they're going to potentially cost around sixty dollars, whatever, is the plates. You can change the plates, but and I hope it's something because we've had these things before on other consoles. The three sixty had it, and the you PS4 got the odd had one. it. Yeah, and and you, the launch one, like yeah. Oh, I want. Oh, how good would it be? Like I've said to you guys, if you could get a Metal Gear Solid one or a Spider Man one, and you can just go to the shop, buy one, sh- sh- done. PS, uh, I think the PS3. You were able to do it. With, were you able to do it with the PS3? Maybe a certain launch. Or maybe it was wraps. 
with the PS3 that were quite a big thing. Um, but PS4, you could do with the launch ones, you could actually change the face plates. And you're right, you was it, yeah, it was the Xbox, it was 360, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You, you've been able to do it for quite a long while. So it coming back adds that bit of customization. We don't know pricing for anything, but the fact they're removable says yes, yeah. there are going to be aftermarket ones. And, and basically, and it means uh, there'll be third party ones, which means they will be cheaper. Yes, yeah. As well. And um, what, I would like to know is are those fins integral to the cooling though? Because it feels like they funnel the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it does mean, like someone said, basically, is this their way of getting around not releasing a black console and they'll just release black faceplates? Yeah, probably. But yeah, so that's. I'm still waiting for the announcement that the LEDs are customizable by the user. I think they will. They're, be. they're not just that black, purpley, blue that yeah. you can pick which color you want. I think they'd be stupid not to. Um, I don't know if the Xbox green light that shines out the top will change. I don't think it will because it's the Xbox is green. It, is it a green light or is it? it it's painted green, isn't it? It's actually the inside. I think the it lights up a little bit as well. Oh, does it light up? It, it, either that or they've spent a lot of money getting people to paint them. It looked a little bit too realistic. Yeah, I'd heard it was painted yeah. green. Oh, okay. Now it might light up as well. Yeah. I don't know on that part. But, yeah. um, but no, so, I think they'd be stupid yeah. in the current climate of everyone loving rgb and chucking as many lights in their pcs and stuff as they can and i mean i've got someone in my room now i'm gonna say you say it, looking under your desk and i yeah <laughs> uh, what are you doing looking under my desk matt um <laughs> but um i'll close my legs uh, but you should have um, put pants on yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm i am part scottish uh, but yeah i think they'd be stupid not to be able to, to change the color of it or if they could somehow integrate that into the game like they did with the controllers so, like, when you're being chased in GTA, it went blue and red when the uh, cops are chasing you. It'd be awesome if you, your console started flashing like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I spotted one recently at Ride 4. We're, we're, I said the 9th of October. And I'm sorry, we're recording this on the 8th. Ride 4's come out today. And um, the rev lights are done through the PS4 lights on the DualShock. Yeah. So they go from, they obviously go from, I don't think they actually start at green. I think they do start at sort of amber and then go through various stages to red for your shift up. It's nice. it's the first time I remember seeing that implemented. But yes, the color use is there. Yeah. So let's use let's it. hope yeah. that they do it. So but yeah, the teardown was really interesting. It was good to watch as a, as a, an, as an engineer originally, even though I don't really do that kind of thing anymore. Um, I really loved the use and storage of the stand you know, to yeah. hide, the, to store the nut and everything else. It's just like a clever storage solution to move it around, make it compatible for both sides. People won't like it because you have to, you know, you have to get a screwdriver to fix a stand on. Which, how many things have you got in your house where you've had to put together with screws? I, I'm not being funny. <laughs> if it's anything like the other things that have got those wing nuts or whatever you call them on it, just chuck a two p in it. Well, yeah, if you haven't got a screwdriver. Yeah, although we're not allowed to use cash at the minute, but, you know, thank you, COVID. I think you're all right in your own house. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so anyway, teardown was good. Yep. Um, what else have we had? A couple in that, but it hasn't gone live yet. The new PS5 trophy, well, yeah, it's a PS5 trophies, that overhauled the entire trophy system, uh, the points and the ranks and everything else. We're waiting for that to go to live to see what it changes as to. I think yeah, you can go on the website and it, it roughly tells you, doesn't it, that it's um, they're changing it from, is it 1, one to 100 or 200 and it's now going to go to 99 or it's, yeah, scaling it's like one and to, stuff? One to nearly 1,000, isn't yeah. it? Uh, so, yeah, I think everybody's waiting to see what it recalculates them at and what level it puts them at. But Platinums are now worth more yeah, good. Um, than they were in the past. To, there, there has been a point system behind it. It's just not very transparent. They've yeah. been a bit more transparent with it. Use the new generation to change it, but we're getting it across all PlayStation platforms that support trophies from whenever they decide to roll it out. We just haven't had it yet. No. Um, and then very briefly, and we will keep it brief because I know Andy will want to talk about this, but Amazon announced Luna, which is their oh, game yes. streaming platform. Um, yeah. you know, he's, um, he's got his pre-order in already. He's backed it. Has he? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he's, he's a sucker, you know, after, after Stadia and how much he loves that, he couldn't wait to throw his cash at another cloud streaming service. Well, are you being sarcastic or not? Yeah, I'm being sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, because Andy is a sucker for these things. And although I, I was like, you're being sarcastic, I, I couldn't imagine Andy doing it. 
He's like, oh, yeah. technology. <laughs> he's worse than he just, me. He, he, he's, the, he's the person who buys every gaming console and service. Yeah. He will, he will do all of it, so I wouldn't be surprised. Bless him. And in fairness, we do all like Amazon. Yeah, so. and we've all got devices, and apparently it's going to work on a lot, so we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. That, that's that been loads of fun, Matt. I'm just catching up about the, the news that we may have forgotten, like the Luna. <laughs> I snuck that into the show notes as we were recording. I was like, oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Um, but we'll do a bit more of a, a deep dive with Andy on that one, since he's an yeah. uh, enthusiast for rubbish streaming devices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to do that. And uh, it's it's one of those, you know, we we did promise that this podcast would be Ghost of Tsushima, and uh, we've not done that yet no. either. We've got carried away with the pre-orders uh, and everything else, and I am genuinely excited. I always like a nice bit of new kit. Oh, yeah, and yeah. A new yeah. generation is good to see. I have seen plenty of complaints saying, oh, we haven't seen the operating systems of either, and we don't know what they're like. And you know what? That's why I look forward to seeing on the day I boot it up. Yeah, something new. I want a surprise. I don't want to know everything before it arrives. And, and unfortunately, I, I'm now of, of an age where I can say this as well. Back in the day when I was a lad, you just brought <laughs> the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, you had no clue. You'd not seen anything. Don't forget to check out the website, codecmoments.com, where you can find out all our reviews and you can check the podcast out and all those wonderful little bits. And you can subscribe to us and whatnot. You can follow Matt at Codec Moments on Twitter. And if you wanted to follow me, you can follow me at corn underscore wolf. And we've mentioned it a few times, but we're on Discord as well mm. uh, with a very nice community. Yeah. Of very friendly people. Yeah. And only occasional snarky banter. Yeah, but it's all all good fun. It is. It yeah. is. Uh, and we have quite a thriving, you know, we're a gaming podcast, but we have a thriving motorsport channel on there. Yes, we do, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, probably more populated than anything. I, I think, I don't know whether, I hope this doesn't, happen with um assassinations as well since we bang on a lot about um hitman but we bang on that much about motorsport it seems to have awoken people within our community that are just suddenly like yeah we we love it as well and throughout yeah. most of the s1 yeah, races we're very... messaging each other and and, and whatnot yeah, so it's, it's been really yeah. nice so the sunday we do sunday we do friday night um f1 league we've got that going at the moment we've done yep. a bit of gt sport no doubt when we finish the f1 we'll move on to something else so so that's quite nice to have a few different people racing each week yeah uh, so yeah come join the community if you fancy um just chatting with everybody yeah yeah um so next time i will see you soon bye see you later bye <laughs>